I believe one reason the Jews of the Old Testament were so hated and despised is because they were called the chosen of God. If someone is called the chosen of God and you don't see yourself as being the chosen of God, all kinds of trouble starts. But they were the chosen of God. God chose Abraham. Abraham didn't do anything to justify being called by God. It was just the will of God that Abraham be chosen by God. And God spoke to Abraham, and Abraham believed it was God speaking, and therefore he did what God told him to do. He was the elect of God, chosen by God. His son Isaac, the child of the promise, was the chosen of God. Jacob was the chosen of God. And through Jacob came the children of Israel, the twelve tribes of Israel. And they suffered persecutions continually because they weren't like other people. They were chosen by God. This is really not different from the New Testament. For those of us who belong to God today are the chosen of God. God revealed himself to us and caused us to be born again. We weren't born again by our own will. You can read Romans 9 if you doubt that. We were born again by the will of God. And throughout the New Testament writings, over and over and over, we see references to those who are called by God, foreknown by God, chosen by God. Let's look at some of those scriptures. 1 Corinthians 1. Paul wrote 1 Corinthians 1 by the Spirit of God. And Paul said, verse 1, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. Why would Paul say that? Well, because Paul was not one of the twelve apostles. At the time the twelve apostles and Jesus walked on the earth, Paul was being trained by the Jews, by Pharisees. After they killed Jesus, Paul persecuted the Christians. He wasn't one of the twelve apostles. And even after Judas, who betrayed Jesus, killed himself, Acts chapter 1 shows us that they replaced Judas, not with Paul, but with Matthias. Matthias was the twelfth apostle. So where does this leave Paul? Paul is not the last apostle. Paul is one of the first of the New Testament apostles appointed to the church by Jesus after the crucifixion and resurrection. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8. Wherefore he, Jesus saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. After Jesus was crucified and taken into heaven, from heaven, the New Testament church was established, and Jesus gave gifts unto men. 
Verse 11, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. At the time of the early church, Paul was persecuting the Christians. His name at that time was Saul and changed to Paul by God. And when Jesus spoke to him on the road to Damascus, he was en route to try to catch Christians to put them in prison. And suddenly a bright light appeared and Saul, Paul, and the men who were with him fell down to the ground. Acts chapter 9. Start at verse 3. And as he, Paul, journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man, but they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and did neither eat nor drink. He heard the call of God from heaven. And Jesus spoke to him in the Hebrew tongue. Acts 26 also tells of this miraculous calling of the Apostle Paul, who was out to persecute Christians at the time of his calling. In Acts 26, Paul is speaking to King Agrippa. I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, which thing I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priest. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. And I punished them oft in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. Whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice 
speaking unto me, and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. The significant thing is Paul was changed instantly. He was against Jesus. He was persecuting Jesus. He was capturing the followers of Jesus and witnessing against them, even unto putting them to death. And yet he was changed instantly. The second that Jesus spoke to him from heaven, Paul was changed. And that's what being born again is. It's being changed instantly. When God speaks to us who are born again, we are changed instantly. Certainly in the future we learn things about God, but we are born again instantly. And then we learn about God. But we are changed instantly. This is a call of God. Paul was not seeking God. He was not trying to find Jesus. He was not accepting Jesus. He was not receiving Jesus. He was not doing anything except going out to catch Christians to have them put in prison. When suddenly there was a bright light and a voice from heaven spoke to him and called him and said, I'm going to make you a witness unto me. And that's what Christians are. They're witnesses unto God because God has revealed himself to them. He has chosen them. So if we go back to 1 Corinthians 1 and read verse 1 again, here is what Paul says. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, not of himself strictly through the will of God. He was chosen by God one of the chosen people, one of the chosen people of the New Testament church. In verse 2, he says, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, 
Jesus Christ, our Lord. Being called by God is not by the will of man. It's not because your relatives want you to be a Christian. It's not because you want to be a Christian. Being called by God is being chosen by God. God called us and chose us as his own and revealed himself to us. Acts chapter 2 verse 47 And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. God revealed Jesus to each of us who are born again. He revealed Jesus by his word. He could have spoken the word directly from heaven to us. He did that with me. One night I was sitting on my bed and I heard these words, not in an audible voice, but in the form of a thought. Joan, you know these mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. I was instantly changed. Instantly. My mother was born again when I read a scripture to her. God opened her ears to hear, opened her heart. I read Deuteronomy chapter 18, starting at verse 9, where it speaks about God does not permit us to do horoscopes and those things that the world does. And after I read that scripture to her, she got very silent. And then she said, well, then I guess we better not do that anymore. See, she changed instantly from what she had been and was born again. That is what being born again is. It's being changed by God. After I went back to Dallas where I lived, my uncle wrote to me and he said, your mother has changed. She has really changed. That is God causing us to be born again. And Jesus says in John chapter 3, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Just as you do not cause yourself to be born the first time as a little baby, we don't cause ourselves to be born again. It is by the will of God. And many people will hate that message. But this is exactly what the Bible shows us. When we are born again, God changes us into new creatures immediately. It's not a matter of learning and changing. It is a matter that God just reveals himself to us. And we're changed. And then we follow him by the Spirit. Those people who are not born again often try to follow God by the letter of the law. But we follow God by the Spirit of God. Second Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. From that moment forward, we have a new spirit, the Spirit of God, that is leading us.
In Ezekiel 36, God showed the prophet Ezekiel that this was going to happen, that the time was going to come when his people would be given by him a new heart and a new spirit so they could follow him. And this wonderful passage of scripture from the Old Testament tells what is going to come in the New Testament church, in the New Covenant, as we are born again by God. Ezekiel 36, God says, starting at verse 23, And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. After I was born again, a woman came into my business that I owned in Dallas, and she said, you've really changed. You're different. I believe in you. We've seen a real conversion. See, it's, a, it's very noticeable to them. We are a witness because God has changed us. I will take you from among the heathen, says God, and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Verse 24. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit I will put within you. Verse 27, And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. John six sixty three, Jesus says, It is the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I say unto you, they are Spirit and they are life. As Jesus called the original apostles, when he walked on this earth, we are called by him now to be children of God. Matthew 16, Jesus asked his disciples, Whom do men say that I am? And one said, They say you're Elias, so they say you're John the Baptist. Jesus said, But who, whom do you say I am? And Peter spoke up and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father who art in heaven. And he said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The rock is the word revealed by God from heaven to us. Nothing can stand against that word. So when we are having a problem and we call on God, he reveals to us what to do. Nothing will defeat us. 
And sometimes, even without calling on God, when the problem surfaces, God will, by his Spirit, just show us the truth. We are the chosen of God, the children of God, the called of God. He called us, and he revealed Jesus to us because it was his will that we be the church. And nothing will be able to stand against us as long as we walk on this earth. God will keep us and bring his word to us and show us what to do in the trials of life so that we do what God shows. And we overcome through God, through what he has shown us. And we are his children because his spirit is in us and his heart is in us. And we are born again by the will of God, chosen by God. The elect of God. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.